This episode is sponsored by Coldwater Outfitters. They're a hunting outfitter in North Dakota. They offer mule deer bow hunts, waterfowl hunts, pike spearing in the wintertime, and fishing throughout the summer. North Dakota is one of two states that you can shoot a tundra swan in, and they have a couple hunts left for the year. Um, so Coldwater Outfitters has some of the best uh, smallmouth bass and walleye fishing in the country. Um, and they're running a special through March for 10% off all of their fishing trips. So go to huntcoldwater.com, link in the description. You are now watching the best show in the universe. It is called The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show, but it is not your show. It is The Anthony Rogers Show. Tell everyone you know to watch this show. Enjoy. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire world and universe. Uh, today we have a huge guest, a uh, huge comedian, writer, a uh, million other things. Uh, Tim Young, how are you doing? I'm moving shit out of the way on this. Am I allowed to swear on this? Of course. Oh fuck! No, you can't. You can't actually. We're. Uh, I just, I just realized. Like, I don't know why. Why do I care? Like, I'm wearing a t-shirt anyway. But like, there was like a cover here, and I'm like, I want to make sure that's out of the way. I want to look professional. I was gonna say you need to shave and get a haircut. You're kind of letting yourself go. I really am. <laughs> You're gonna end up looking like I don't, I know, but I can't get Viking level like you do, though. I get like <laughs> Santa level. It takes the focus off the male pattern baldness. Like if I just. Oh, I've got that. Trust me. You can see it. You can see the line. You can, it, but I, I've had, to be honest with you, and it's a shame I don't have a, like, why anybody would have a picture of themselves as a child around. But, like, I, my, I've always had the forehead. I never grew into my forehead. Yeah, I've, I've been bald since I was born. Like, I never had hair on the top of my head. I, I was born with a horseshoe. A skullet? Like, yeah, the skullet now. It's, it's grown into the skullet. I look like a 70s wrestler when I take off my hat. Strong. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you if you were following Tim Young right now, you may know he's going uh, he's going viral with a hilarious story. Uh, so uh, you basically were calling out Cardi uh, more or less the hypocrisy of like banning like children's novels over not banning WAP more uh, or more or less. And I think that yeah. shit was hilarious. So I'm gonna share the screen real fast so people can catch up a little bit. And then what? And I'm gonna be even more professional. Put headphones on. I'm a champion here. Damn, it's getting real on this show. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, so that's absolutely number one. The f so just go ahead, just pull it up. Like this is amazing to me. I love this so much. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. So we got uh, Cardi B claps back at Washington Times columnist Tim Young. Like even in the intro, you sound cooler than her. Like columnist for Washington Times. It sounds way doper than being Cardi B. And also, she has to clap back because I'm the I'm the male aggressor. Note that. Well, you're white, so you're racist. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Hey, the New York Daily News wants to know if they want to send you notifications. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> They're like, please read our publication. Give us a dollar. Um, so basically, after the jaw-dropping dropping Grammy performance, Tim. It was jaw-dropping. <laughs> Cardi B had plenty of time to mix, up, mix it up on social media with a uh, conservative pundit who tried to dump on her. He tried to dump on her? Actually, so the funny thing is about this story, um, that's pretty accurate because I was sitting on the toilet when I wrote that tweet. <laughs> so I, they must, I guess if watching us through our phones, they knew that. So they're getting good. They Cardi can hear B, it. She clapped back at, at the comedian. How, 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 <laughs> she clapped back at you, bro. How was that? She does it with clap, like a, <laughs> like a baby shark. <laughs> clap. Got him. Got, got me. <laughs> yep. By the way, have you read this article yet? Because the end, it gets good at the end. I really love the ending. Are you, are you, are you supposing I do my homework before I do my show? Yeah, you don't. It's great. We're going to get to it. We're going to talk about why this is an amazing article and why this is going to open every one of my fucking shows from now on. Anyway, go ahead. I don't want to take away from your reading. You're hilarious, man. Okay, so basically, um, I'm trying to find a tweet. I, I uh, also No, God damn it. No, scroll back up. You're don't missing cuss. the good part. Don't cuss. 
All right, so the lyrics to Wet Ass Pussy are more welcome in schools than Dr. Seuss books. Just let that sink in for a minute. Young wrote on Twitter Monday, referring to the Cardi B and Megan V. Stallion sexually explicit duet. All right, scroll down. Next page. We should make this into a child's book. The the comparison comes weeks after Dr. Seuss Enterprises removed six of children's book authors' titles from circulating for depicting hurtful and wrong imagery following New York Times columnist Charles M. Blow, accurate name, broaching the subject in an op-ed titled Six Seuss Books Bore a Bias. Upon learning of Young's commentary, the Bodak Yellow rapper called him out on Twitter. Next page. I actually know Charles Blow. It's hilarious. I didn't know he was responsible for that. Yeah, he's canceling things. When has a school <laughs> made kids read the lyrics to WAP? I get it, WAP might be a little vulgar, but stop comparing a sensual song to books that has racist content, Cardi B tweeted. How can you not tell the difference? I see that common sense ain't that common. That's how she wrote that. <laughs> Next page. So we got, here's the tweet uh, she reshared here. I, I retweeted here. I like that. 43,000 hearts. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's impressive to me. That's, that's going viral with uh, morality. Like I think I originally told you, I, I like that. Yeah. Even though your tweet did say pussy. I don't know if, I, I don't know if I could handle that on the show. If we could say pussy on the show. I did that on purpose. So I did that on purpose. Number one, because like, I, I want people to be shocked by the lyrics. Obviously, like when you write that, I did actually have like 20 seconds of thought that I put into this one because I'm like, I want people to be like, as like this song, look, I, I'm, I will openly admit that like I watch porn. I've got porn star friends. The song is still gross. Like it's so gross. Like it's just, it's so foul. Anyway, we don't need to read her next. T- she went on a three tweet rant. We need, don't need to read those. Keep going. <laughs> and then like the thing is too it's like um I, I think like she's not a musician because she doesn't write music and she's barely a lyricist because she can't spell I'm, I'm more offended by like the idiocracy that they're uh and the mediocrity and the, the, the that they're just pushing on the masses more so it's like you're not allowed to be intelligent you get banned or called racist but if you say dumb shit all the time and push like sex or whatever and i'm not even against sex but i'm saying you push dumb shit and immorality you're you're rewarded like we're gonna give her a fucking medal of honor we're gonna give her you know what i mean it's like she, she has a grammy at a time no, no one even sells music it just doesn't even make any sense Black people are not the only one telling these companies to do things that they think is progressive. Black only ask for equal justice. What? She's like the, anyway. she, she's the black spokeswoman. Yeah. <laughs> I speak for this all is... black people when I say this. <laughs> so anyway, this is my favorite part. This is, yeah, this was, this, I remember this. I, I retweeted this too. <laughs> that was great. On Tuesday afternoon, Young finally replied writing on Twitter, a famous ex stripper who used to drug men in order to steal from them went on a three tweet rant about my opinion of her gross song yesterday. He concluded his tweet with the blessed hashtag. That's, that's like I want to make sh- I want to make shirts of that. Dude, that's the best part. You should you should you should make it of the tweet too. But here's the best line too. This is another great line because it's like one hit after another from Caro F. Daniels, who I imagine is a chick. I don't, no, it's a hit. Oh, it's a guy. Ah, eh, whatever. Who cares? I'm making a chick in the story. Same thing these days. Myself. Same thing. Uh, who am I to gender label? Uh, the serious X and Patriot personality also posted a Huff Post article about Cardi B admitting to such acts during her struggle years as an exotic dancer. So hold up. Have you been through struggle years, Anthony? Every, every year's a struggle year for me. So it's okay then to drug people and rob them, apparently, <laughs> because it's struggle years. You know, sometimes you just struggle and you gotta drug and rob people when you're that- turning tricks at a club or whatever she was doing. Yeah, they like, they like reward like, uh, they reward shit like that, but like, uh, but like ban heroes. Like they deleted, they deleted like a sitting U.S. president off Twitter, but like they leave Cardi B for some reason. It's like there's no consistency. It makes no sense. Well, I don't see how it's much different than what Bill Cosby did because he drugs women and, and took advantage of them. So it's in the same ballpark of uh, what that was. But anyway, so when I do the bit on this, because what's so absurd about this, it's not 
Uh, it's not the tweeting and the back and forth, which it is a little crazy, by the way, that uh, here's a, a Grammy-winning, Grammy-performing millionaire who's worried about... I didn't tag her in any of these tweets. She's worried about my opinion the next day, which I think is a little ridiculous, you know, with her middle school education or whatever she has. <laughs> but what's remarkable about this is that this Karu, whoever the fuck, who wrote this article, went to college to be a journalist, right? They went to college to be a journalist. They moved to New York City to achieve their dream. They probably got an internship, made no money for like a year. Living on Robin, barely able to make rent, you know, struggled there. Actually did have struggle years. Actually like went through a lot of stuff to work hard. Finally, you know, they applied for the job at the Daily News. They were nervous. They went into a, an interview. They finally got the job. When they got the job, they called their parents, probably crying on the phone. I finally achieved my dream. I've worked my entire life to get here to the New York Daily News. I'm, you know, finally a real journalist. Their parents took them out to an uh, you know, expensive dinner that they probably couldn't afford. You know, everything you can think of. This was the biggest deal of this person's career. They've made it to the peak of their career. And the peak of their career is writing about me tweeting while I'm taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's where, yeah, that's where it's led. Uh, lazy journalism is left on the But also, I think it is a funny story. Like, I, I feel like if I was a journalist, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a podcaster covering it. So I almost feel like just as stupid. But no, I, you're not. You got me, though. You got me on here to talk about it. You're like, Tim is a troll. And let's just see what happens. Fair. That does make it better actually having the source on here. I was, yeah. I actually called you on here just to call you racist for being white, actually. So that's fair. <laughs> I would let you know. I am, obviously. I'm I judging. I've never, I've never denounced any of my demographics, which is a real downer. <laughs> I just think it's a, at this point, it's become like a lazy argument to call somebody racist and actually takes away from like actual racism, I guess. Like, like, like if, that, if that's their problem, if they actually do hate racism, I think it takes away from actual racism. It's just kind of like a boring insult at this point. It's just it, like, it, is, it is unbelievably boring. The only times I was called a racist for that that tweet about comparing WAP to uh, to Dr. Seuss, like I mean, it easily, easily four hundred times, maybe seven hundred times. I don't even know. I mean, I don't care. That chick, uh, there was a chick who came into my uh, came into the conversation like, um, uh, what's her name, Akila, obviously or whatever, who just lost a big lawsuit um, and has to pay some dude uh, legal fees because she sued him for fair use of one of her, her uh, videos or some shit on YouTube. And uh, she came in to call me a racist. She's like, all you do, you wouldn't have a career. Nobody would know who you were if you weren't racist towards black people on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like I don't care anymore. Like these people, like they, the only people who see white, white supremacy anymore are the left. And it's this, like, they're obsessed with it. They, they know more about QAnon than QAnon knows about QAnon. I mean, like that's, they get obsessed with these things. They get obsessed with, um, they're trying to make the, the right look bad. And they are basically, I wrote an article today, they are Blue Anon. Like they are these like major conspiracy theorists now just making shit up. I mean, look, look like I don't, this airs tonight, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Because your story was viral. Yeah, I'll probably do it tonight. Well, if not, I mean, so like you look at this terrible shooting in Atlanta, like why was this shooting covered? Well, they've been pushing this like hate against Asian thing and it fit the narrative and it turned out, you know, somebody was, uh, somebody was excited. Somebody was literally excited in the media that Asian people were murdered by a white guy. And, and they ran that story to try to make, you know, try to make their point. Like people are murdered every day. Every murder is bad. Nobody, nobody ever asks, why the hell are you covering this one specifically? This one's pretty blatant though because it clearly fits a narrative. It doesn't anymore. I mean, I, I imagine the same people who were excited to talk about these poor women who were murdered got actually upset that there were white women in the mix. 
that were murdered by this guy. I mean, and, and he said it was because of sex addiction, not racism. So like, so I mean, there's just him. so much stuff that is so absurd and so ridiculous right now. And it's like, why are you covering this? But we're in a world where, you know, my dunking on Cardi B is news. So whatever. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. And like, I was telling my mom earlier, I was, I was like, yeah, I was talking about the shooting kind of thing. She goes, what shooting? Is there another shooting? Like, people are just like losing their focus on it even. Like, and, and they're like desensitizing people to horrific acts. And then like, yes. and there's nothing more racist than pointing out that these people are Asian, this person's white, and, and every white person is this way, and every Asian person is this way. It's like their own argument's racist. Like, it's just kind of insane, really. It's like, that's, that's the problem. That's the problem is that they are actually the racist. The people who are screaming racist, the white knights that are there to, you know, tweet their whatever to help the lower black people. That, that's how they view it. Ultimately, it, it's a passive statement when, when white people are white knighting and saying, you know, I mean, we need to do whatever to help our black friends. Number one, they don't have any black friends. They probably don't know any of them. Or friends. Um, yeah, or friends. Um, but, you know, it's, it's this like, you need my help because I'm a white guy in power and you're not there. And it's like, that is, that's racist, dude. Like, that's like what, super. that's like the worst. Whereas like, I mean, here's the thing. And I, I was tweeting about this today. Uh, white supremacy, like if you're an actual white supremacist, you've been, can you are actually canceled. Like if you're an actual white person who thinks that your race is better than other races and, it, and are out there preaching it, you are unemployable. You are not going anywhere. You are quickly removed from society. Um, no one is pro-white supremacist. No one is pro-murder of anyone either. Yeah. It's the selective piecing together of stories. And I think so many people, like your mom, when you talk about it, like she's like, oh yeah, it's another, it's another shooting. Yeah, you know. And it's like we know, we know the playbook. They're gonna try to take guns. They're gonna try to use it as you know whatever. They're gonna say something is racist. Yada yada yada. If you look at the statistics, that was another one of my tweets that, you know, how dare I tweet about facts? But like. Why do we not look at the demographics? If you're going to say that it's white nationalism that did it, then, then we need to take a look at all the crime data and all the hate crime data. And spoiler alert, it's not white people um, and that usually attack Asians. Uh, we're up there, though. We're top three. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's just crazy but that, like, the media wants to run with a leftist progressive narrative to try to destroy this country and, and divide us. And I don't think we're all that divided in the end. No, I don't either. And I think they just want to declaw like men basically in, in America anyway. And then I think that like none of it makes any sense. And it's just kind of like uh, every day it gets dumber and dumber. And I'm like, <laughs> it just makes no sense to me ever. And like, if you call it out, you're, you're the problem, I guess. It's just, it's just weird. Yeah. I never, I never thought I'd, it's like a, I don't know how to describe it anymore. <laughs> it just gets to that point. It's just like so annoying. But I mean, it's, it's the thing. Like, it's like, who, who is obsessed with QAnon? Was it, was it the right or was it the left? The left was. I mean, the guys that I knew who were QAnon people and followers were just nerds. And like, they were just big government people and hoping that, I mean, sure, some of the stuff didn't come true. I'm not, I'm not a QAnon person, but like, I never saw anything violent from those people. Um, I'm actually know, Q. I'm actually, I'm actually Q. Are you? <laughs> You've been the one putting out the coded things. I want to thank them because they have put me in, I was in like Q drops. I was in multiple Q drops. So whoever Q is, they liked me. You were in Q drops? I didn't know that. Mm, multiple that, ones that's folklore like what happened with that i got a bunch of followers like i they're probably all banned from twitter now but like multiple times i would have like i'd get like two thousand new followers and they were like q sent me and i'm like cool thanks q i mean <laughs> that, that was my whole opinion when i would talk about this shit like so like even when like bad stuff was going down i'm like i mean they're nice to me so whatever yeah like, they, I, they, I, people are just people yeah i mean there's i i had trouble with like the i don't buy the pizzagate stuff 
I mean, I, I, one of the pizza places that was accused of Pizzagate was a trailer in Austin that I used to run by all the time, Eastside Pies. And I'm like, there's no basement there for kids and there's no space for anything more than their pizza oven. So I don't know what you guys are doing. Um, so I think that's how they discredited Pizzagate more or less was just like um, using pizza terminology as slang for uh, having sex with children. And like yes. it, was on, it was on the FBI play, uh, like, uh, list for a slang for um, like just how they would buy children and stuff like, like Barack Obama having a hot dog party at the White House and like all these people. Like, like, like we had so hot dog parties at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry go ahead no you're fine and then um these people were attached to emails and stuff and then i think they used it to discredit it by saying like uh, things like comet ping pong was involved and had like uh had a basement i think they use like stuff like that because like pedophilia is running rampant human tra human trafficking is running rampant these oh, are yeah. actual problems but they use oh, like yeah. words like pizzagate and they use words like QAnon to discredit like the huge like sex trafficking rings and from my there, i mean there are monster sex trafficking rings happening it's scary to me like it's, it's super like what happened with the epstein stuff like i mean i don't want to go down like too far down the rabbit hole on this stuff but like what the fuck happened with that? Like, like, yeah. uh, shouldn't there be like a bunch of billionaires? Isn't there a list? Didn't Ghislaine Maxwell like talk? What that, are they and doing? That, and that's the most accepted story, I think. I think I think everybody can agree Jeffrey Epstein was was sex trafficking, and like, uh, or very least, uh, like hooking people up with pedophiles. So I think yeah. that's the most commonly accepted one. And I think that like, it's just like uh, the the left argument's basically just to laugh and discredit everything. So so if you say like this apple's red, and like I'm like he thinks this apple's a clown, ha ha ha, or like just whatever different word they can use to invoke. They they don't really argue properly, and that's why right. I mean, and that's why I think it's just trauma and mental illness mostly, and that that leads to this delusion because most of people can't live in reality. Also, also the thing too about like trolls on uh, on the internet. Most of these people would never say it to someone's face. I would. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these people would never say it to my face. Like it's just it's crazy, and you know this. Like you uh, now you have a little uh, Twitter struggle, but uh, um, you you've seen me go off on people. It's rare when I go off on people, but I, I usually hold back. But I I wouldn't say anything to anybody on Twitter that I wouldn't say to their face, including calling Jamel Hill a racist piece of shit that has no career. Well, I think that's why you're successful because you're bold. I think that um, I think I think you're just using like uh, the internet as a as a platform where back in the day, I mean, you still use you still use print stuff too, but you would primarily use print back in the day in the 20s or something. I think it's just who you are. I think like uh, like your energy just transfers through technology. I mean, I, but I think some people do hide behind it. But I think that's almost a 90s approach. I use a lot of people are like, and some people, I guess, like the same thing as the traffic. They honk at you in traffic, and you pull up to them, you're like, what? And they had nothing to say. It's like the same kind of thing with the internet. <laughs> that's true no it's very true and, and the thing is i actually had a very good compliment yesterday i wasn't supposed to drink yesterday and i got super drunk uh <laughs> last night we were talking about this earlier because uh some folks recognized me at a bar god bless you god bless people who recognize you at a bar and buy you drinks like i feel really bad but they're like no 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 we insist and i'm like okay like i get into arguments with people when they're like let me get you a drink and i'm like no no don't buy me shit i don't need blood and then finally you know i'm three drinks in and i'm wasted um i've been on a diet by the way i have very low tolerance for alcohol right now you look great uh, you look great. Well, God bless us all. You didn't see it before <laughs> when I was like, anyway. Um, but uh, what was I saying that for? Jesus Christ. I'm so, I went on a rant and I lost it. Fuck you're, me. You're drinking and now you look amazing. That's what no, I no, no. Yeah, well, that's all, that's what it is. I just, I was drinking and I look amazing now. No, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, what was, I was talking about uh, people, I'm a bad podcast host. See, this is how it goes. Um, Let's start this uh, over. Yeah, I <laughs> know, shit. <laughs> Restart. No, because because it's like you know when oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. So the compliment they gave me was, um, and it was people that I've met a long time ago because I now live in this tiny town just outside of Dallas. And uh, they were like, "Dude, we saw you on Fox News, and you're the exact same person on Fox News that you are in person." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> like, what? I don't have time to create a character. I don't have time to be something different than what I am. Um, you know, I'm respectful, respectful but mouthy, and I'll say whatever the fuck I want. And like, they were like, "We couldn't believe it. It was like you." 
are you the same person? Do you have the same personality? And like, yeah, are people supposed to be fake online? Actually, I do know a bunch of fake fuckers that do uh, conservative media. There's a lot of real assholes in conservative media. Did you know that? Yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed that. And I think that um, that's that's your thing, though. I think I think uh, wh- whoever's the best at being themselves is usually the best at entertainment or whatever kind of business, whatever they go into. I think your authenticity is definitely aided in like your like your success. And from my perspective, I don't know. I mean, hey, look, I could always make more money. So if I need to be more authentic, you let me know. It at least sounds good, right? It at least sounds oh, it really sounds, good. It sounds like I am fucking great. You're just so real, bro. I'm so real right now. Everything is so real. You know, I just, but I, I just think it, it, I don't understand though. Like, here's the thing. Like, I don't view myself as anything, nor will I ever view myself as anything. I mean, I, I know I'm smart, but that's like it. Like, I don't view myself as like a, you know, a personality or whatever. I just think it's amazing that you have a Grammy award winning millionaire sitting around so troubled by my opinion of her song that she tweets three times about it in a row and then people write articles about it that is ludicrous to me like well ludicrous was better at rap than her but that is like ludicrous to me that this is a world where this exists like that my voice carries that much and hurt her feelings that much and trigger i mean that's it's remarkable um when you really think about it because like who the fuck am i why do you care who cares what i have to say I mean, sure, it might be entertaining or whatever, and I'm sure people would be like, oh, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. But like, to me, I'm like, who gives a fuck? And like, when I show up, one of, the, one of the things, I'm the worst at marketing myself. Like, I would tell jokes for free. Like, I'm going on tour coming up here pretty soon, but I would do it for free. But like, you know, that doesn't pay bills. And, and my people who are around me are like, you're not allowed to do things for free anymore. Um, and, and so like, it's, it's just, you know, I just enjoy it. I enjoy talking and saying things. And I just, again, find it ridiculous and absurd that people will write articles about what I say and Cardi B and other idiots will like lose their shit on me. No, it's insane. Yeah. But I mean, I think, I think playing into it for, uh, for like whatever reasons fun though, too. I think like, uh, knowing it's stupid's important though, I think <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like while doing, and then are you the same? Like I was trying to look, find your comedy. There's a, there's another Tim Young or is that you? Like there's, no, a no, no, there's another one. Okay. So there's so another you- guy who does, um, cruise ships and colleges. And he seems awful. like that. Okay. And he started wearing black, uh, black frame glasses when I was getting national media, and he wasn't. Yeah, I noticed that when I searched your name. He's like, ah, uh, dry comedy or something like that had that. It was like, um, it was like this guy, like, uh, like who is this guy? I don't know if it's trademarked or not, so I'm not going to play it. But, yeah, I tried playing this one, and I couldn't, I couldn't even do it. And it didn't even look like you, so it threw me off. Like, like I'm not sharing yeah. my screen. I'm going to do it. Hang on. <laughs> but my, my favorite thing that I ever did, though, um, in comedy. It's like this was, guy right here. Yeah. Yeah, look, he, he did not. So if you look years ago. He didn't wear black frame glasses. And I think his, um, his team probably told him, oh, there's Gabby Douglas. God bless her. Um, I think <laughs> his team told him, hey, maybe start wearing some glasses to look like the other guy. Because the other guy is more famous than you right now with the yeah, same that's, name. That's what threw me off because he looks nothing like you. Like, I, 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 like, yeah, he looks like a serial killer or something in his eyes. Like, he looks, it just He's like, like a vegan. He's like a weird liberal vegan. Ah, that's the worst. And, and you can always tell who's vegan because they tell you 25,000 times. Crazy but, transplant mix-up man or something. That's yeah, let's go back to this thing. Yeah, let's go back we can't, we can't play, yeah, we can't play the audio or whatever. Just in case. I don't want to do that. But far, it is but. actually, I mean, it would be um, fair use to comment on this guy. But like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I, I met him years ago. He blocked me on Facebook. He, he didn't leave. So here's a fun story. Um, I was up to be Stephen Colbert during the Colbert Report, um, one of like the warm-up comics. Um, and this was, I had just started in comedy and I had no idea, you know, like 
what I was doing and whatever. This was years and years and years and years ago. My uh, ex-girlfriend's best friend was the assistant to the executive producer of the show. And she got me a meeting and the whole, the whole nine, it was like crazy. Like it, I had no idea. And, and right now I probably would have, well, back in the day, it would have been cool if I took that job, but I, I just didn't follow through with it. Um, cause I didn't care. And I told him that story cause he and I used to talk and he lost his shit on me and called me a liar. And I'm like, I, okay. Like this was still a time when I was going to be a lawyer when I was talking to him. And like, I was going to law school or I believe it was either law school or just, I think it was law school. And, uh, the dude, like, he was so mad that like, he was like, there's no way that's a true story. And I'm like, okay, well, I have no reason to make up something for you, dude. Like, I don't care, but yeah. No, you don't seem like a liar. I could usually kind of tell like if somebody's like a habitual liar, at least I, I feel like, uh, maybe you're like me and you'll lie to avoid consequences. <laughs> but yeah. That's the only time I'd lie probably. But no, I think that's, um, that's interesting though. And uh, that's a good story. Cause like, I think that, uh, you're probably bigger than that personally. Cause I think, I think Colbert kind of peaked. He was funny back in like 2008 or something. But I think, I think he kind of peaked and he's not really doing much anymore. And you seem like a guy like me also that like, um, that like, uh, had the had the left not gone extreme, Democrats would appeal more to guys like us. We believe a lot in like what what their party says they do, but they just don't do it. From my perspective, like I like. Well, I'm I'm friends with a bunch still. I used to be friends with a lot more, and they lost their mind during Trump. I mean, I was I wrote an article when Romney lost in what was that 2012? Yeah. Is that he? Yeah. I wrote, I, I was writing for Huffington Post. Ariana Huffington and I used to talk occasionally. And like, she was very nice. And I used to do like a blog for Huffington Post. And I wrote um, uh, a nice piece about like how Republicans needed to just walk away from Mitt Romney. I was like, guys, like take it from a Republican who knows how to take an L. Like just, that's it, that's it. And like Obama won this one, work on the next one. And like, so like, I was pretty like favored by the left and, and we get pushed and I was featured on the homepage of Huffington Post a bunch and Back in the day when it was still a thing, I you know remember when that. I mean, it was big at one point. They really blew it. Was they that Andrew Breitbart's answer. publication? Yes. <laughs> he founded created, it with Ariana. Yeah, Ariana yeah. Huffington, did he? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually created most of it. She just used the name kind of. He built the site for, mm -hmm. um, and, and did and made the blog blow up kind of like uh, I, I like Breitbart a lot. He's he's probably one of my favorite Republicans. I um so everybody's got these really dramatic. I met Andrew Breitbart stories, um. Mine is like stupid. You so, met like, Breitbart? Yeah. That's legendary. I hung out with him during one of Obama's State of the Union addresses. So um, this, this group I was working for, Talk Radio News Service, I did like a bunch of freelance work. They, um, the super liberal woman who ran it got Breitbart his credentials, his media credentials, I believe, to get into the State of the Union. So we were in the rotunda and I talked to him for a while, thought he was a pretty cool guy. Uh, I didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> and on the way out, my friend was like, that was Breitbart. And I go, oh, I've heard a lot about him. He's pretty cool. Like I did, I had, no, that's how stupid I am. Like I literally talked to the guy for a while during the speech and um, it's kind of funny. I think my, my favorite, my favorite story from that one though, was like, I was, you know, we, like when you do this, like news service shit, you just try to grab any congressman who wants to talk to you. And yeah. I forget what Republican came out. I, it wasn't Blackburn, but it was a female congresswoman. It wasn't Bachman at the time. Um, had a signed copy of the State of the Union. She's a Republican. And I was like, aren't you supposed to not be a fan of the guy? And you got a signed copy of the State of the Union. And she like handed it to her assistant. and was like, can we not talk about that? I'm like, okay, cool. 
Yeah, that's oh. crazy. That is weird. I do like the aspect of like respecting people regardless and like and not perpetuating like a civil war kind of thing. But I do get your I I do get that. Yeah, Obama was kind of a drone murderer and kind of a kind of like a weird kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, easiest way of saying it. I think you're the only person that drinks water on this podcast as much as I do. <laughs> like, I look. I just got this. So here's a story. Um, this is a Christmas gift. I won't show you what company it is, but like um. It's a Christmas gift from this company that I do a little bit of work with, and uh, my it got mailed to my friend's house, like my like because I had tr- transitional housing here. I I lived you know down the street before I moved to my current place, and they're pretty loaded. This family and one of the kids apparently opened up my fucking Christmas gift from this company, and it was sitting on the counter the other day. And I said, uh, "Who in this house works for uh, such and such?" And they were like, "Uh," and I was like. So somebody opened my fucking Christmas gift from this company and kept it, and you've had it here for two months? And they're like, uh... And I'm like, okay, well, that's coming with me. <laughs> and so I'm very excited to get this, like, Yeti thingamajigger here from... I'm, I love these Yeti things. They just feel like they're worth the ridiculous amount of money that people pay for it. No, it is awesome. I, 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 I use those for, like, coolers and stuff. I do have a couple of those for, like, flow trips and stuff. I actually got a water bottle, too. I'm not, I'm not as interesting of a story. But I just I just bought one the other day from another podcast. I felt like it was good energy to buy from another podcast. What <laughs> like, podcast is it from? Uh, no Jumper. It's like a rap podcast. Oh. It's like uh, wait, you support a rap podcast? Yeah, oh yeah, I like rap. You don't like you rap? You sound like you sound like a white supremacist. Well, I am. Clearly, <laughs> Jesus. I was actually going to see I, if you wanted to join the KKK with me. <laughs> I mean, are they like? I mean, seriously. I'm recruiting. How many? Now you sound like a Democrat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously like there i just don't honest how many white supremacists are there in america 50 dude, dude I, got a, I got a funny story about this uh like i wrote this article uh back in the day for like font catalog and like uh making fun of the ferguson thing like saying like ferguson missouri looks like a rap video and like everybody was like calling me racist or whatever and then like um so they publicized me as an actual racist in 2014 so then people from kentucky would like add me on facebook and then get mad that i wasn't racist <laughs> <laughs> We signed up for you to be extra racist, and it turns yeah. out you actually like hip hop music, and that's that doesn't fit the fucking narrative. We thought you were one of us. Yeah, I know it was kind of a funny perspective, like uh, outside of uh, being blacklisted from writing for a while. <laughs> like, it was it was kind of fun. Like, uh... I am um, my my favorite. Uh, I'm not a racist, but it sure looks like it. Moment was <laughs> I went to this antique mall in Maine. By the way, have you ever been up to like? Maine, there's so many racists in Maine. Like, well, a few so states many. I haven't been to. I haven't been to Maine for some reason. It's crazy. So, like, I'm a, I go to antique malls and thrift stores and stuff like that. And I'm looking at this autograph of Muhammad Ali, and it was like 400 bucks or something, or 300 bucks. I was like, is that a Damn. good price? And I'm sitting there, like, pondering it, and I'm looking at this other stuff in this case. And my buddy comes up and he goes, What you looking at, buddy? And I'm like, This Muhammad Ali thing. He goes, Can you take about five steps back and then take a look at the full, what it looks like, what you're looking at? I'm like, What? And so I take like five steps back and I turn around. And so the Muhammad Ali thing is here. And then there's cases all the way around it. And it's all Nazi memorabilia and paraphernalia around it. All Nazis. <laughs> like literally, it was like, <laughs> it was like a third right collection. <laughs> and in the middle was this Muhammad Ali autograph that I'm looking at, pondering whether or not I want to get it. I was not paying attention. I'm totally not self-aware. And I'm like, holy shit. But uh, so I, I go down to the front of this place and it's a, a black woman who's working the front desk. And I go, do you like put a list together? Like, are a lot of people buying Nazi flags out of here? And like, well, I mean, shouldn't you like compile maybe, I'm not a big fan of lists, but like if you're buying like the, you know, the uniform of some Nazi captain to just have around the house, who's <laughs> buying that? 
That would be fine. I went to like a Civil War museum somewhere in like, uh, I think it was like Virginia or something. And like, uh, they, had, they had like cigarettes from the Nazi era. I almost bought them and smoked them. I, I literally almost bought Nazi cigarettes from like the 30s or 40s and like just to smoke them just to say I fucking did. Like, like, I, like I almost did that. Just a, more as a historian, like not a fan of Hitler, more of a historian. <laughs> Nobody's a fan of Hitler. Yeah, not even Nobody's Hitler. Nobody's he shot himself. Nobody's a fan of like, that's the thing about all this stuff. Like, who, show me a real white supremacist. Like when they had, that like, and, and I wrote about this today in the Washington Times about uh, Blue Anon and the conspiracy theories. It's like when they, when white supremacists showed up to the White House a couple of years ago and the media made it a 24-7 thing, it was like 12 of them that showed up. And then they had like 70,000 counter protesters or something like that, like for 12 people. Yeah. And it's like, guys, if you want the 12 white nationalists to go away and you want the, the little bit of racism that's left in our society to go away, you don't give them a platform and you don't show up with so many people that it adds exclamation points on it. You ignore them yeah, and 100%. then they go away. It's, it's just like, but instead they basically created a recruitment video of like Antifa trying to attack them and, you know, 24 hour, like crazy coverage on every network. And it's like, what is wrong with you guys? Stop covering this shit. Just say like a couple of racists showed up today at the white house and that's it. And let it go. If you want to cover it. Yeah, or talk. Yeah, I think they're just focusing on a divide. I don't think I don't think what you said is their goal. I think that is the divide is their goal, and they, and it's weird because like like I, honestly, this is kind of a bold perspective. I feel like like in today's study, but I feel like um I, like I I have black and white friends that are both racist. They're both racist. Like white, I have white friends that hate black people. I have black friends that hate uh, hate white people. But it's it's a very small minority. But also I although I do think it's dumb. I do think that they're allowed to have their opinion, honestly, though. Like, if you, like, I don't think, I think when it becomes actions, that's when it's fucked up and becomes a crime. But if you just, if you're just dumb enough to hate somebody for no reason, it's kind of a stupid thing. But I think that, like, I'm allowed to call them stupid and they're allowed to be racist, really. I mean, yes. in, in a free world, really. And it's kind of a bold stance not to condone it clearly, but it's just like, I just don't give a fuck enough about it to where, like, I mean, and I've heard both sides. Like, I went to, I went to college. I was like the only white kid at, uh, at uh, St. Louis Community College uh, when I was going there. And like uh, I, I'd, I'd hear him like they'd be like, "You're you're like the only white dude I like," and, and then they go in these tirades about how uh, like how they just don't they don't like white people mostly and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I just think that's dumb. Like I I think you're allowed to be dumb though. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's I have no problems with people being dumb. And the, it comes like now if you're gonna run for office, I'm gonna be like, "You're a fucking racist." Like that's you don't deserve to run for office. But <laughs> yeah, like, you can't if make you policy. Work at the, look, if you're a racist at the Piggly Wiggly and you're working in the stock area and you don't interact with anyone, I'm fine with that. Like, I mean, like, as long as you're not proactively racist and doing awful things, you're right. It's like, if you want to be dumb, be fucking dumb. I don't like... Yeah, as long as it's not assault or doesn't carry on actions, I really don't give a fuck. And yeah. like, uh, and it's not like gang-oriented or so. I mean, there, there's several things that are illegal, but outside of free... I, I believe in free speech so much that I just don't care, really. I, like, you're allowed to say dumb shit. Well, no, that was the... um. So one of the first letters I wrote, so I worked uh, for the former governor of Maryland years ago when I clerked in law school. And I wrote a letter, I actually wrote the response from the governor's office to a like Klan march or something like that, that was given a permit in like Frederick or something like out in the, out in the kind of the sticks area of Maryland. And the response was, they have a right to free speech. And if we start to limit it, then, you know, someone else could limit your free speech for something else. But you're always welcome to go and, you know, counter protest or yell at them or ignore them or whatever. I forget how we phrased it, but it's like, That's you have point. to be careful in silencing people. Free speech is so fragile and, and both sides try to attack it. And I always talk about this, like the left, I think the most egregious stuff that the left has tried to cancel it with before, before all this, everything is racist stuff um, and getting rid of books and whatever was uh, during the uh, uh, 
oh my gosh, the um, attacks in Benghazi. And there was the YouTube video that they said caused the attacks in Benghazi, which made no sense. We found out that was a total lie later. But there was this, there was this movement to push maybe we don't, we're not allowed to criticize or say anything or draw pictures of Muhammad. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, that's, that's the, you know, the, the Clinton, Clinton State Department and uh, the Obama White House was leading towards this, like, you can't say things offensive to Muslims because it could cause violence. And so free, free, free speech is violence. So it was interesting. I was kind of worried about where it was going to go, where they were going to try to clap it down there. Now we're in a lot worse situation. But on the right, this is the one that I always like get like looks at when I talk at Republican clubs and stuff. Um, the right always wants to ban pornography from libraries. Now libraries aren't very used much more, but like the fact that there's a creepy guy looking at porn at the library um, and they're like, we need to ban porn at the library. Well, you can't do that because that's still banning free speech and, uh, and information that's flowing. And so conservatives, it's like, what are you offended by today? You have to realize where the slippery slope goes. So if this is offensive now, what's the next thing that's offensive? Insulting the government, you know, speaking out against you, whatever. So once that ball starts rolling, you, you can't, or once you ring the bell, you can't unring it, I think is the, the term. But both sides want to do it. It's just different angles on how they do it. No, I agree. And I think this is like, it's, it's insane to me that people like want to limit speech or press or anything like that. It's completely insane to me. And I, I don't stand by that at all. And even, even dumb shit. Like I think, like, and I think the power you give to racist people, like by, by just like having this constant, everybody's racist, like kind of like uh like cry fest. I mean, I, I think it's the same thing as like being an atheist or something. Like people be like, Oh, I'm atheist. Like it's supposed to shock me. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, more heaven for me. I don't give a fuck. You mean like whatever. And like, it's just, it's the same thing. It's like they, and now I have people tell me that they're like, well, I'm racist. I'm just like, okay. I just, I just don't fucking care. I just, I just, I just don't give a fuck about crank colors. Like, it's just like. So it's, it's this thing, right? Like, so nobody gives a fuck about anybody else's life. Like, just let people <laughs> live their lives. That's really it. Like, that's the, like, <laughs> just do whatever you want to do. I, the moment that you tell me, the moment that you come to me and you say, like, I, let me tell you about, like, what gender I identify today as and, and what's going on. It's like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody at all cares. Like. I don't care if you're, I don't care what you identify as. I don't care if you're trans. I don't care if you're like a racist. I don't care. The moment that it like the moment you're forcing something on someone else, that's when it goes too far. And that's when people should be pissed off. It's I, I did a, I, I do this story. I wrote this story in my book. Um, you know, I, I've had weight fluctuations my whole life. I was 330 pounds at one point in my life, but, um, you know, I didn't, when I was fat, I don't turn to everyone else and go, you need to tell me I'm beautiful. I take personal responsibility and I go fucking lose weight. There's, there's this like lack of personal responsibility and this belief that other people need to do something for you in the world. And it's like, why? Nobody owes you shit. That's why we're Americans. We're capitalists. We're like independently selfish, but in a good way. And we'll help the community and stuff like that. But we don't like, it, especially with like sexuality and stuff and gender, like you say, like, stay, we don't want the government. We don't want you in our bedrooms. How dare you get in our bedrooms? But then they turn around on the same thing and they're like, by the way, I, I shove three things up my ass uh, regularly and you need to tell me that that's normal and beautiful. Like you can't, you can't have it both ways, people. And like yeah. really in America, people just don't give a fuck and want to live their lives. And I think that's a fair, that's fair. Yeah, no, it's, it's like me introducing myself and being like, like, hi, Tim, my name's Anthony, and I'm a MILF, uh, a porn fan. How are you doing? It's, it's not a sense of identity or personality, really. It's like, well, we would really connect on that. Oh well, yeah, that's why we relate. But I think yeah. that, uh, it's like, <laughs> but I, but I just think that like it's like a, it's a lazy and kind of stupid way to identify yourself. And it's like I feel like we should be arguing about cooler shit. Like honestly, nobody gives. You, listen, 
if a trans person walks into like a male bathroom or, or a, a male, you know, a, a trans woman or a trans man walks into the, the bathroom of their gender, nobody gives a shit. No one does. I and you know, yeah. like, and, and when people are like, there's, well, there's violence against trans people. Well, thank God there are laws in America <laughs> where violence against anyone will land you in fucking jail. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I mean, like, if you punch anyone, it gets worse if you're a protected class of person, which is fine. But, like, if you punch someone, that's illegal. So right. don't tell me that there needs to be some sort of special exception. Assault and battery is assault and battery. This isn't, like, a right. special thing. But, you know, like, when we talk about, like, trans athletes in sports, and I'm like, I'm just going to hit all the topics for you. You don't even have to ask questions. I'm just going to talk. We're getting deleted off all the, all the platforms also today. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for trans women in, in biological women's sports, especially combat sports. It's very I only watch trans sports, actually. That's fair. That's fair. But, like, I mean, this affects, like, only a couple of people. And, like, I just, like, I don't, I don't care. Just, you know, if you, if, if it wasn't, if there wasn't a big stink about this stuff, I don't think anybody would care either. It's, like, five or six kids total in the entire United States. They're all going to get book deals. They're all going to be millionaires. They're all going to get scholarships to whatever school they want to go to. doesn't matter what sport they play. You know, they'll all go to Harvard. I think one of them's already in Harvard. <laughs> and it's like, guys, like, it's, it's also hard to argue oppression when you're being given everything. And like, I'm telling you, they're going to have books. They're going to go on speaking tours. They're going to be like these big time heroes to the left and make more money than you or I will. Well, mm, mm, mm. not me, not me, maybe you. Not me either. No, they'll do okay. <laughs> But like, <laughs> but I mean, but like, I mean, the, I don't see where the oppression is. Again, like, if you take a look at everything, if you're not shoving things in someone's face, no one cares. Um, you're getting benefits from the left and book deals and money and everything else if you do a GoFundMe. And there are laws around if you are assaulted by someone to lock that person the fuck away because violence against anyone or murder of anyone is wrong. No one disagrees with that. And if you do, you're like a psychopath. So it's just like, what the fuck, like. Where is this coming from, other than trying to, the media trying to divide us and, the, and politics trying to divide us? 100% that. And you say with the gun, like all the shootings and stuff, they'll be like, okay, we need to make guns illegal. And I'm like, isn't murder already illegal? It's yeah. like, isn't that like evidence that these people don't care about laws? <laughs> it's just like, it's like, yeah, why don't, we make, why don't we make murder illegal so that nobody shoots anybody? I mean, here's the thing, like, so, like, the, there was this, the, the shooting that, that psychopath that, like, wanted to go kill people, kill these a uh, massage parlor women, you know, for, uh, because he said he was a sex addict. And I mean, if, stance. If, we're, if we're going, yeah, if we're going, you know, eight, you know, uh, if we're going by numbers on mass shootings, there was a shooting at a party in Chicago over the weekend where 15 people were shot. Killed. So like, what, why, you know, while, while the media screams racist, why are we not covering um, black people getting killed in large amounts in Chicago? That's horrifying. That's awful. That's a mass shooting. Yeah. Like, so if you actually care about race and you actually believe, if you truly believe that African-Americans are uh, oppressed, why is that not your, why wasn't that even covered, you know, by a national media source? You're, but it's very clear that they're pushing a, an agenda. And right now, over the past couple of weeks, it's been uh, Asian-Americans are getting hate. By the way, this coming from a lot of people on the left who have looped in Asian-Americans with white people on surveys and everything else in the past couple of years, past couple of years, past couple of decades. I mean, it's... The double standards are, are so above and beyond at this point that it's, it's infuriating and, it, and they think everyone is stupid and the internet doesn't exist. Yeah, because the loudest people are the dumbest and, and they're the ones talking. So it seems like everybody's dumb because like, 
because we're not allowed to talk. Like if we're if we call it dumb, I mean they fucking limit it. I mean it's just it's insane. Like it yeah, yeah. Like, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't understand any of this stuff because in reality, every everybody kind of gets along, and and nobody nobody hates anybody else. I mean, I think these college kids that are being like indoctrinated by things are the ones that are causing all the problems. And uh, you know, white suburban women in New York or whatever—they're—they're they're actually a real issue because they complain about everything too. But um, you know, for the most part, uh, normal human beings don't give a fuck about anybody else. And when they do, and when they have to interact, they're quite polite. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm in college right now as like an older, uh, as an older in my age. But uh, it, it's it's victim culture. Like, I mean, you have you had some whenever we we're allowed to go in public before Dr. Fauci's permission slip. Um, you had like these um these signs everywhere, like 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 don't get raped. I'm like, great idea. Like it's like I mean, it's like it's like it's like insane like fucking propaganda that divides everyone. And I, I would get in arguments with these like kids because they would just piss me off. They'd be like uh, they're like pro cancel culture. And then like until I think until you get canceled, you don't understand how ludicrous it is. So it's like one of those things. It's like they're, they're like, well, we should. Uh, in, Blah, blah, blah. they're like pro i can't even remember it it was so stupid but they're like pro cancel culture and I, I was like arguing with them I'm like and, and like and it was just i'm just like trying to explain to them that like you can't just shut everybody up all the time like people just say words you know it's like like you can't deny somebody's like like livelihood because you disagree with them it's like it's like i disagree with words but i'm pro starvation <laughs> like it's like it's, it's like yeah. what yes i mean that's dude i like i, I look at the stuff like you said like when there's a sign it's like Stop raping people. It's like, yes. I'll try. <laughs> we're like, I'll, I mean, I'll like, fucking we're, try. <laughs> we weren't like... Who's pro-rape? <laughs> Who the yes. fuck's pro-rape? Who's pro-murder? Who's pro-whitespread? No one is. No one is. We all agree on yeah. all of this stuff. Like, it's just so stupid. Well, I, well, you know, football programs do protect their athletes sometimes. I, there's a couple stories in the recent past in colleges that do that. So, like, Title IX is very interesting. Um, yeah, I'm only anti-rape for poor today. people. I don't think Not poor fair. people should rape people. I think rich people should be able to rape people. That's, you know, that sounds about right. That sounds, that sounds about right, especially for you. That sounds about right. Do, um, I, fit in? Do I fit in? Yeah. <laughs> now I know why you're banned from Twitter. Um, <laughs> for life, apparently. Yeah. For fucking life, apparently. Uh, really? What a bold stance. Yeah, I can't. I'm basically suspended for life, they told me. I have still have my show it? page. Do what? Have you appealed it? Yeah, I did appeal it. I just, I just, I was just like, I mean, hopefully they don't watch this, but I was just like, yeah, I guess I was hacked. I don't know what happened. I was hacked last night. <laughs> I just tried to deny all plausibility, basically, allegedly, for your satirical sake, if YouTube's watching this. But well, uh, I, I play by the rules. You know that. It's, it, some people have said that I'm boring on Twitter. You walked like, the yeah. line. You walked the line. That's what I thought was cool about you going viral with the Cardi B thing, is basically you said a wholesome thing, and then it went viral. I thought, I, it's like the Sinbad approach, except funny. You know, it's like... <laughs> well, my friends who know me in real life and people who see me live know that I'm much more... Like, I used to be a blue comic, and so... I mean, when you work blue, you say everything and anything. You say like shocking things and awful things. And like, so like a lot of that stuff goes through my head. Like when I'm like, ah, can't do that. Can't say that one. Some, I've, th I've thrown a couple on Gab um, before, but like there's like stuff, you know, I'm just, I am very, my, my stance on like the trans women and women's biological women's sports thing is like, yes, I want them all. I want them all in there. I want so many in there that they, you know, displace the entire U.S. women's soccer team. Like, you know, I like, I want, I'm so pro trans women and women's sports. And like, I'm sure someone at Twitter HQ is like, is this, this is, I think he's saying something, but I can't quite, I mean, it doesn't violate the rules because he's pro trans women and women's sports. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but we're at a point now where you're not even allowed to debate things like that. You're not allowed to debate gender. You're not allowed to, you know, have that like freedom of expression. I don't know how Twitter survives um, in the next few years. 
I all. think because um, they delete other apps off the app stores and they oh, um, that's knock, how, knock yes. them off servers and they kill their competition when people try to run and flee and start their own company. Why, why don't you start your own company then? <laughs> yeah, we, we did that. We tried that. You took out. it from us. Yeah, you fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I, was, I was verified on Parler too. So I, I had no Parler. I have no Twitter. And they deleted my verified Facebook too. Like all I have is one verified YouTube left and an Instagram they refused to verify me on. That's all I have. So You got banned from Parler? <laughs> yeah, well, originally, yeah. Okay. You get no, they banned all of us. No, they deleted all of us. My bad. My, oh, my, they, okay. Whenever they deleted, it's back now. But I mean, yeah, fucking, Parler's it, back. No one's there. It's like yeah. going into a Kmart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> going into a Kmart. That's the best analogy ever. Yeah, no, that's hilarious, bro. Like, it, it's true. It's the worst. You know, like when the, the God, it's just so bad over there. It's like I have 95,000 followers there or something like that. And it's like, okay, well, all three of you who are still here, Gab has done well, though. Gab is now the one to be on. And uh, shame on me for not being there sooner. It seems like that too. Yeah, one of my friends were telling me that for a second. Like, uh, it seems like Gab's kind of going well. Like, uh, Parler was like a was a fun time when it was like thriving there. Like, it was just such growth. I mean, you had uh, and then like you had people like Gab McGains and like Milo still, which were funny. And like, uh, they, like funny people were allowed to be on on there. And uh, <laughs> like basically, it's, just, it's so weird. Like, uh, well, Milo's doing gay conversion therapy now. That's his new shtick. Yeah, I guess he truly is Republican, huh? <laughs> did you see? Did you see that? Have you yeah. Seen it's, it's so weird. I don't know if he's doing it for shock value or something. I never know if that guy. Well, he uh, last I checked, I think somebody reported that he owes like $6 million. So, you know, try some new angles and see if we can get some stuff. But I don't know how he, he was making money for a, a good long time. I don't know how he went in the hole that bad. But Well, they canceled. They made it to where you can't make money. They got rid of all of his social media. I mean, uh, without that, how are you going to sell merch? I mean, it's, it's something they, I, I had a million people on Facebook at one point. So I, I was dealing with this years ago. So they, they deleted me for, um, I, I posted Mark Zuckerberg's address on, uh, on there. And I, I go, if he, if he wants to share, what? I was like, if he wants to share our data, here's his data. And basically, and it, went, and it started blowing up. And within an hour, I was basically deleted off Twitter, or excuse me, deleted off Facebook. And, um, and so I've been doing this for a second. So basically they took t-shirt. I mean, that's t-shirt sales. That's views. That's, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, lazy t-shirt sales and lazy views. You can still do it, but it's just like, it takes a sec to rebuild. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of an annoying thing. They've been doing this for a while. They try to demonetize you basically, but I mean, I'm not going to fire myself. I'm my own boss. So it doesn't really matter. It's just like, you can tell me, I don't know. I'm, I've been, I've been employee of the month the last 12 months. <laughs> I'm my only employee. You know, it's a, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's just a weird world. Like they want to be like, okay, you can't tell jokes in bars and sell T-shirts as effectively without social media. But I, it, but like I was saying to my friends earlier about getting deleted from uh, Twitter Day, like we we're talking about earlier. Um, I'm just gonna buy billboards. I'm gonna advertise in real life. I'm like, okay, I'll just double down on real life, and you you have to shoot me to shut me up. Like you're gonna have to fucking kill me. <laughs> like, that's well, all. It's like that's how, that's where I'm at at this point. I mean, but like that's that's where the world should be anyway. We need to be off of social media. I'll be honest with you. Like I kind of like the I like the locals platform, but like I have you know I have my platforms everywhere that I can do I do radio and tv and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff and um you know it's it's crazy like turning off the internet I'll be honest with you it's probably better for your health that I, I know that like you're probably pissed about the twitter thing but it's probably better for your health that you're not on there you'll probably a, live a lot longer I was more mad about facebook getting to weed back in the day than I, yeah. was, I was like younger I guess in my 20s still now I, I feel like I'm a I, I have too much shit to do to get to give a fuck right now I, I have like seven hours of podcast today I have like a I have yes. so much shit I'm doing I have to sell ads I, I have like I have like a life and shit. So I don't, I, when I look at that, I think everything happens for a reason. And I'm a firm believer that Twitter's not going to last that long. I think traditional social media is going to die if not social media completely. So, so basically it gives me a heads up on like real life. And I, like I said, I'm just going to double down by billboards and stuff. And just like, I'm going to fucking be so in everybody's face in the real world that they can't fucking ignore me. Well, and there's people, you know, we are fortunate to be on the conservative and libertarian side where there's people who uh, seek out and want to have this different point of view rather than, uh, you know, the same bullshit that's like, you know, I, I saw, 
a commercial because I, I only watch Pluto TV now. I don't have cable. I just watch the, uh, it's still a Viacom product and you have and whatever, but, um, but it's free. And uh, they, uh, they ran this commercial for like Paramount Plus and they show all the different programming on Paramount Plus and it's all liberal, all of it. All of it. It's like all ultra progressive. I'm like, what is there on there? If you're paying attention, what programs are on TV anymore that care about conservatives that don't like orange man bad or don't have like some sort of entire uh, roster of actors that like our entire cast, sorry, that like don't hate Republicans, don't hate you. Like stop giving them your money. Start going to like the alternative media. Not that you're alternative, but, and again, I'm playing into their own words there. It's like, it's not alternative media. It's just media. And like they, we, we do have our own voices and we have a 75 million people at least that want to hear from us. And so fuck these major networks. You know, it's, it's crazy to me. Like when I, when I see this stuff, like, you know, I am um, at one point I was, I did a couple of auditions for NBC to be a host for NBC. And, um, that was within the last year and a half actually. And, um, I thought it was very interesting that they had reached out to me and they realized they needed the conservative audience, but then different executives came in and they're like, fuck it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. But they understand, like these executives know that there's money out there. I'm surprised they're not smart enough just to want it, right? Like you throw somebody like me in who's like, again, I, you're right, I walk the line, but I'm a comic and that's my job to walk the line. For sure. I'm at that I, good I'm, right now and it's all. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. And, 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 you know, I'm kind to everybody. Like I said, I just don't give a fuck like with these people you know, until I don't give a fuck until you're in my face telling me what I should say or think. Um, me on a network would probably do quite well. I'm going to do quite well with the other stuff I'm doing. And I, I do have networks that are interested that aren't the, you know, the main ones. Um, but like, it's just interesting, like why you wouldn't invest in that. It seems like bad business. No, it is. And I, the only, the only thing I keep going back to, the only thing I can think of is just China printing money and uh, influencing media, basically. Like Reddit accepted $300 million. Facebook accepted $300 million. I mean, they basically just print currency, exchange it to US dollar, and then pay these companies to manipulate them. That, that's, that's pretty much the only thing I could even see because no one in America would have motivation to silence the people with the most money. Like conservatives have the most money. They have the most land. They have the most like, like, like we're, I mean, I mean, outside of Bill Gates, he's the biggest landowner, I guess. But, but, but uh, collectively, we have the most money in land, I feel like. So it's like, why would you, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it, do why would you, it doesn't. I mean, you're just, you're passing up so much money, needlessly passing up so much money. Yeah. Well, dude, I feel like I can talk to you for nine more hours, but I, I like, uh, <laughs> I have to keep these compact. I have to keep these, uh, short and stuff, but, uh, follow Tim on his social media. Um, like buy all of his books, his products, uh, read every article he's ever written. Um, and anything okay. you want to throw out there before we, uh, before we get out of here? No, no, I'm really glad. I'm sorry. I felt like I talked too much there, but like, you got me, you got me going with stuff. Oh, I'm going to be on tour. So I have uh, an upcoming tour. You can look at it. It's, uh, I'm going to be in Florida, Palm Beach, Black Box Theater, Boca Raton, Black Box, Box Theater, Tampa, whatever comedy club is there, uh, the 30th of April, the 1st of May, and then the 2nd of May. And then we're going to be in Oklahoma City, Appleton, Wisconsin, a bunch of places, Nashville. We're going to be everywhere. So, so go see Tim on tour. At, well, get, bring books there for him to sign, uh, bring, print out articles uh, that he's written and get him autographed as well. I'll sign fucking printouts. Yeah, black yeah. and white printouts of my articles. <laughs>